My name is Ron Elise. I'm a huge film fan, and today I want to express my thoughts on a couple of films I've seen the past week, both of which are in a way celebrations of the main actors starring in them. The first one is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nick Cage, and this was a film I was able to get an early screening of. Uh, Cage plays a super exaggerated version of himself, who is down on his luck in both quality roles and in prestige roles and in debt. And it's not totally unlike, you know, recent period, a few years ago in his life. And given the ugly truth and an opportunity by his agent, played by Neil Patrick Harris, he reluctantly agrees to go to a wealthy man's birthday party. Javi, played by Pedro Pascal, is a massive Nicolas Cage superfan who wants to spend a ton of time with him. However, his true motives and background are unknown to Nick Cage, and that's the most I can say about the plot without giving too much away. The film is a solid action comedy with an incredible amount of fun references to both Cage blockbusters and cult classics, as well as his cinema taste as a whole. The dynamic between Cage and Pascal is just pitch perfect in every way, and in every scene they're together. And the movie is at its best and most hilarious and moves at a brisk pace where the two of them are on screen. There's a subplot involving intelligence and spy work that doesn't work very well. And then there's a couple characters that don't really do much of anything. If you take those things away, it would be about as good as any studio comedy that's come out in a long time. Despite this, I found the unbearable weight of massive talent to be a really fun time at the movie theaters. And if I had to grade it, Somewhere around a 7 or an 8 out of 10. May change if I ever get a chance to see a second viewing of it. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is the second movie and stars Michelle Yeoh, who was the Bond girl in Tomorrow Never Dies, as Evelyn Wong, a woman who runs a laundromat with her husband, Waymond, played by Kei-Hu Kwan, is returned to acting from a 40-year hiatus. He had previously played Short Round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. They are dealing with money troubles, her daughter, played by Stephanie Hsu, growing up and moving on, uh, Evelyn's judgmental father, played by 93-year-old James Hong, one of the most active actors ever with over 650 IMDb credits, and they have to go to the RS to do their taxes, where they meet a stickler auditor, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. While there, Evelyn is informed by her husband that he needs her help in order to save the universe due to the potential collapse of the multiverse. And again, that's all I can say without revealing any more of the story. A24 Studios has a reputation of being the one studio dedicated to artsy projects, and they've definitely improved in terms of both output of quantity and quality of those films over the years. One prevailing big critique is how many times uh, A24 films and of being too slow-paced or inaccessible. And while I enjoy a ton of their movies, I do see that as a problem with theirs that I am either indifferent with or don't care. Most of them I do end up enjoying. However, this one keeps the incredible artistry, visuals, and great use of thematic storytelling their best films have, while also never feeling slower plotting. The plot keeps moving along. The action scenes are super creative, and the choreography is excellent by Michelle Yeoh and all the other actors. And on a performance level, everything's brilliant as well. And the use of the multiverse allows each cast member to play a different version of themselves, with each character played pretty much to perfection. Uh, Yao shows off her ability to be both a martial artist, 
um, singing and being both serious and humorous in terms of acting chops. And Quan plays off her incredibly well. And then Shu as the daughter, she's really great as well. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is really fun in this one, and she has more to do in this than she had to do in the Halloween Kills movie, and she's great in it as well, as is James Hong, who's been around forever and is a true professional. I really enjoy the soundtrack by Son Lux as well, including their use of the classic song uh, Claire de Lune. And as a whole, I love how ambitious and bonkers this movie is, and I definitely see why it's the highest rated film ever on Letterboxd. I do feel it kind of loses its steam in the third act, despite some incredible sequences there, but still a really excellent movie that I would put between an 8 or 9 out of 10, and a score that I may have more definitive thoughts on one way or another, if I see it on multiple viewings. And if you want something wholly original, genre-bending, and it works as a family drama, sci-fi, art film, and out there, that's really fun, I would give this a shot. Thanks for listening. For more of my thoughts on movies, you can check out my letterboxed at Robin Elise, R-O-B-I-N-L-A-L-I-S-S-E, and my Twitter, Rob the Movie Buff, R-O-B-T-H-E-M-O-V-I-E-B-U-F-F. Thanks again.